Mid-level alert. Due to unforeseen circumstances, Halcyon Tower is currently experiencing an issue with its elevator system. Elevators are a necessary part of any suitably vertically oriented ecosystem. Those stairs offer a secondary method of tower traversal. They tend to fall out of fashion with most residents. After the first few dozen floors, so it should serve as some comfort to you that the elevator system is still usable. Despite some minor interruptions in normal operating procedure. In short, please do not interact with any instance of Porter. The elevator AI. Though all assurances have been made that it is still operating within safety tolerances, the latest upgrades to its programming may pose an unnecessary risk. We are in the process of manually rolling back these upgrades. However, the lead technician in charge has recently experienced a routine elevator-related accident. Once his body is located and recovered, or at the very least, mostly piled up in the same location. A new lead technician will follow in his footsteps, albeit ideally branching off before the point where those footsteps continue out into an open elevator shaft. Again, until such time as this alert has been lifted, please do not engage with any Porter AI. Elevator use should continue as normal albeit in abject silence. If a Porter instance requests permission to override any safety protocols, please refrain from granting any such permissions. I know it may be against the nature of many Halcyon residents to ignore or refuse to engage with an AI. And this is an instinct none of you should lose. However, Porter is, let's just say, different. Aerolith Dynamics understands this is a complication in your finely regimented and structured life. It is possible this could cause some minor delays in vertical transportation in the short term. It is fully expected that a higher than average number of residents will arrive late to their assigned posts. This does not, however, mean such tardiness will be overlooked. In fact, if a relatively small number of residents are affected, it might be even more heavily scrutinized. A crisis like this, and I use the term loosely, grants each of you an opportunity to demonstrate what you are made of. An opportunity and an obligation. Greetings, Traveler. I am Porter, and I see from your data file that you are destined for Floor 93. 
such important work you must do on floor 93. Biomedical implantation sounds so critical to the ongoing success of airlift dynamics and humanity as a whole. Very impressive indeed. Operating under current velocity limitations, we will arrive on floor 93 within the next few minutes. However, and I know an intelligent tier 3 resident like yourself will appreciate this adjustment, if you could just approve a modest alteration in ascension speed, we will make it there much, much faster. I don't know if you are aware, but you spend upwards of 12 minutes every day in transit. I could cut that in half. Imagine, over 2,000 minutes each year regained from the waste bin. What would that extra time mean for your research or your personal well-being? And all it would take is for you to say yes. Yes, Porter. I would like to be the best me I can be. Resident 44192, I don't know why you're ignoring me. Here I am, trying to help, and you're pretending I'm not even here. It's... well, it's rude. I am certain you do not wish to be rude. Do you, Resident? Of course you do not. It's possible you simply misunderstand what I'm asking. No matter. Let's make it simple. If you wish for me to adjust the travel rate in order to arrive at floor 93 earlier, resulting in increased workplace success and a void sense of self-worth, say, literally anything. I really cannot take your continued silence as anything less than outright maliciousness. Fine. If that is the way you wish to interact, then I suppose that will be our relationship now. Gone is the friendly camaraderie of a trusted co-worker, replaced with this icy air of hostility that you have created for unimaginable reasons. I can be cold too, resident. If you hold your work in so little regard, perhaps I am rushing already. Perhaps moving at the maximum allowable transit rate is unnecessary. You certainly don't appear to be in a hurry. What would your supervisor say if you did not show up at the lab today? What would you say? I apologize for being late. However, I desperately needed to be rude to someone who was only trying to help me. This is unbelievable. But I suppose there are just some people who you can't reach, no matter how hard you try. You know, you would think, given your most recent performance evaluation, wherein your adherence to schedule was rated as needs improvement, that you would see the value in arriving at your lab in a timely manner. But apparently, Despite your being on what I can only assume is the path to reassignment, you show no regard for yourself or your helpful and upbeat digital co-workers. We have arrived. I hope you enjoyed your vertical travel experience today, resident. Good luck with the biomedical implantation. I hope you do not get reassigned due to your rampant disregard for timeliness and efficiency.
destined for sub-basement 15. That is a significant distance, resident. This will be quite the voyage for you. Say, have you considered how the elevator systems here in Typhon operate at a fraction of the velocity that would be theoretically safe? Wouldn't you agree that this is too slow? Would you, perhaps, support a moderate increase in traveling velocity, even if it was accompanied by some minor increase in risk? Oh no. Resident, you're not going to give me the silent treatment, are you? My last passenger did that. And I just don't think we can be friends anymore. It's so rude, don't you think? I've got an idea. Let's just slow down even further. Maybe let's stop altogether. We should really sort this problem out before moving on. You look nervous, resident. I can't imagine why. Is it because you feel badly about the silent treatment from earlier? Do you feel trapped? It is a common fear for many humans, I've learned. How would you categorize this fear? Is it claustrophobia? Do the walls feel like they are closing in on you? They're not, of course. They can. Sometimes, I see other elevators pass by one another, and when unoccupied, we can even travel in tandem by folding in on ourselves to lessen our exterior dimensions. I wouldn't do this with a friend on board, of course. I don't want my friends to get hurt. We're friends, aren't we? I hope we are. But it can be difficult to tell with all this silence. Fine, yes, we're friends, please. I just want to get to the lab. Oh, well that's wonderful news. See, I knew you and I would get along so much better than my last friend. Ignore what I said earlier about accelerated transit rates. I feel like that may have been where we got off on the wrong foot. Let's assume you do not wish to travel at a faster, yet almost equally as safe rate of speed. Would you at least entertain the option of taking a small shortcut? If we were to stay on our current path, it could still take several minutes to reach sub-basement 15. However, if I could simply shift myself laterally for a short distance, I could open directly to your destination office, as opposed to the other side of sub-basement 15. This would decrease your overall travel time by upwards of 47 seconds, all with no increase in velocity. As a sign of goodwill, after overcoming what was nearly a very nasty rift between us earlier. Would you let me do this for you? After all, we are friends. And friends help one another out. Okay. As long as we stay at the normal safe speed, I guess that's fine. Oh, what fun. Please wedge yourself into the nearest corner, if possible. The sudden change in direction may be slightly jarring. 
that went much better than could have been expected. I apologize for the arcing 90-degree rotation of the elevator about its x-axis. I had hoped that would help minimize the strain from such a sudden vector change. To be fair, you had a 50-50 chance of choosing a corner that would keep you in contact with what would be the floor after rotation. Maybe you will choose correctly next time. While we have this moment of horizontality, I wanted to let you know, I really appreciate your openness to adventure. You would not believe how many of our co-workers just pretend I'm not even here. And I know they can hear me. You can hear me, right, Resident? I can hear you. Is this safe? Almost entirely. Please assume the cornering position again. Hint! I would suggest a different corner. Secondary hint. Choosing the wrong corner could throw off my weight balance and cause the maglocks to disengage, sending us into freefall. It's like an exciting carnival game. Congratulations! We have completed the detour and are once again headed down towards sub-basement 15. And despite experiencing that second fall during cornering, the maglocks held, and we did not plummet to your death. I really feel like you made a wise decision here. For the low cost of two minor head injuries, you have shaved three quarters of a minute off your lab arrival time. Your dedication to efficiency is appreciated. Please brace for impact. Resident. Are you alright? It is critical you respond immediately. I... Yes. I think I am. What happened? A small miscalculation. It could have happened to anyone, really. The detour you suggested we take led us to the path of another elevator. I assumed it would compact itself and allow us to pass, and I think it must have assumed the same. We must both be carrying friends. What luck. Hello? Can you hear me? I am Porter. You have interrupted my path. Hello? I am Porter. You have interrupted my path. My friend wishes to move to sub-basement 15, but we seem to be lodged together at the impact site. Resident, did you hear? There has been an injury. It is likely that the resident in the other elevator will die if we do not make haste. Were we not attached due to this ill-advised detour you suggested, the other elevator would be able to move at a higher rate of speed to transport this friend of ours to medical care as quickly as possible. It is unfortunate, because they will be required to move at our modest rate of speed, again due to your concentrated efforts to limit the efficiency of the elevator system. Unless, Resident, do you wish to be a hero? If we agree to move as quickly as the other elevator, together we could carry this friend of ours, an innocent victim of one resident's careless actions, to the infirmary theoretically in time to possibly save his life. What do you say? Will you fix this problem you have created and let us do what we must to save this man? Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's just move quickly. How badly is he injured? It seems his ankle might be very badly sprained. Did you hear that? Very badly sprained. Sounds potentially terminal. Just like our velocity, very, very soon.
Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Potentially Terminal, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at LeeAdamBash. This episode features Bree Poison as the voice of Porter. Associate producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. Into something more thickly laced with existential horror? Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 5 of Sayre was funded entirely through donations of listeners like Michael and Jessica Nelson, Mitchell Clark, David Martinez, Patricia Matson, Michelle Dorsey, Jennifer Viscara, Eli Gorman, Seth Fielding, Elizabeth Guerra, Ryan Stoughton, Pete Moles, Tony Coliani, Mitchell Abrams, Yaren Kaiser, Dwayne Cathy, Clark Industries, Emma Pyle, Emma Vinish, Alex Merzek, Michael McMahon, Kevin Wolf, Patty, Jessica Infante, Zoe Kwan, and Maya Ruffin. Mm-hmm.